Today we discuss our favorite things about LaMelo Ball and we live that high life on the Lockdown Hornets podcast. You are Locked On Hornets, your daily Charlotte Hornets podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. In a minute, cuz, we live. We live. It's Locked On Hornets. We're part of the Locked On Podcast Network. It's your team every day. Local experts on the number one daily sports podcast network. Thanks for making Locked On Hornets your first listen every day. We are free and available on all platforms. That includes YouTube. If you want to take a look at us while we're doing this show, go to YouTube and just type in Locked On Hornets. That's our channel. Should be easy to find. You can also find me on Twitter at Walker Mail. Doug's on Twitter at Doug Branson, L-O-H. And you can find the show handle on Twitter at Locked On Hornets. This episode is brought to you by Truebill. Truebill is the new app that saves you money by helping you identify and stop paying for the subscriptions you don't want and you don't need. They can even help you negotiate better deals on those you do want to keep. So again, this episode is brought to you by Truebill. As I just teased, we're going to get to the hive life at the end of this episode. No David today. Had some other things to tend to. So are the guests just kind of leaving us now? I, I don't know what's going on. Didn't have Julian yesterday. Now I David can't on. come on with us. I don't know what we're doing. Is it an us it's, thing, well, Doug? No, it's, it's not anything we're doing. The, the blame never goes to us, Walker. That's, okay. that's what you have to understand. Now, the blame goes to the Hornets. You, you get an L and then an L and then an L, and yeah. then people say bye-bye. Are you going to leave soon because they're losing? <laughs> Yes. <laughs> I figured you would. Please, please beat the Hawks this weekend because what Doug has done, it's really helped me with the stuff on YouTube. I don't know what I, I can't do the graphics. Please, God, LaMelo, save us and help out this podcast by keeping Doug around. And that would be one of the things that I have as my favorite things about LaMelo. This is kind of like a hybrid transitioning from one holiday to the other. We're doing the things we're thankful for, but also mm -hmm. what I want for Christmas with LaMelo. Like we have some things on our wish list. Maybe we we want to see LaMelo get better at, but also some of the things that we're thankful for. So we're kind of in that middle transitioning. We're putting up the Christmas tree, but also we haven't taken down the fall decorations. This is how we're celebrating LaMelo right now. And so I can't wait to get into that in a second. Well, as a father of a, a newborn, um, I'm I'm very like aware of wanting to appreciate things before you forget them. You know, you mm -hmm. take a lot of pictures, you take a lot of video. My friends who already have kids were were all about, hey, get some video of of the sounds that they make because you you know you'll want to have that later on. And so I have an appreciation of that, and I I really want to do this because I you know when we get six seven years into this Lamelo Ball experience, and I think it's going to go even longer by the way I'm, I'm ready to kind of put down my chips on Lamelo ball staying in Charlotte okay. um, but uh, you know I want to remember you know wh why he was special when he first came into the league so you're the one that wants to look through the photo album seven years from now and have this documented and look at how cute he was and the chubby cheeks he had as a rookie in the NBA yeah rookie sophomore I mean I just want to you know I just want to appreciate these these little baby baby mellow times <laughs> baby mellow so appreciative of what he's been able to do let's talk about our favorite things doug you want to lead us off this was your idea I wanted to say some of the things that you appreciated most you're the dad you're in the field so give us the first thing that you think Lamelo just makes him awesome well i think really at the core of everything is is something that's a little bit intangible it's his confidence um it's his ability to 
uh, basically stay, you know, the big motto for the Hornets this year is stay ready. I mean, that's, that's been LaMelo this entire season. And, and he just has outrageous confidence on the floor and players that play for the Hornets and players that don't play for the Hornets have commented on how that confidence is contagious and, and, it, and it runs through this entire team. Um, and, and it's been really amazing to watch. And the one moment that honestly I would point to, to reiterate that is when he missed the, you know, he kind of showboated on the layup a few games ago and got benched for it or, or maybe benched for the foul right after what, regardless he was mm-hmm. benched, but he was immediately right back up cheering for teammates. And then, and then he was put back in, in the fourth quarter and was amazing. And so I, I think confidence, you have to start there. Yeah, I'm going to go with something that's not necessarily about all of his talent, although it kind of ties in a little bit. I love watching him play because of the body form. Like, he's just a big, lanky point guard, has that real fluid type long feel to him. And I, mm-hmm. I tweeted this out, I think it was against Cleveland at the beginning of the season, where it's it's P, it's it's Penny-like, it's Penny Hardaway-like, but not near as explosive. Probably a little more fluid, though, dribbling the basketball and just kind of gliding past people. It's just a little different. And so when we talk about his body transformation, we do kind of want to see him get more muscle. Maybe that helps him finish better at the rim. At the same time, I hope that doesn't take away the aesthetics of watching him play because that guy is so fluid, kind of loosey-goosey a little bit. Right. I, I, I like that build, watching him glide down the court. His lanky arms. I, I mean, it, it helps him steal the basketball, but it also helps him protect the basketball when he goes to the rim. You know, he struggled to finish around the rim. I think that will improve. Um, but you can't teach long arms, and those things are hard to defend. It's hard to get at the ball. Like I don't, he loses the ball at the rim a little bit, but I don't see a lot of people stripping him of the basketball because I think he has an ability uh, to, you know, change change positions in the air and use those lanky arms to protect the basketball. Yeah, and and I think sometimes when he loses it, it it's kind of a little indecisiveness tries to make some things happen because he's usually he's usually okay I'm gonna get in the paint figure out what I'm gonna do <laughs> and then dish it and sometimes that leads to a turnover there's sometimes when I watch LaMelo ball and I'm like you you don't have to quadruple clutch every mm-hmm. time you go up for the layup yeah. like you can just you know just go strong maybe make one little change and then put that thing up yeah I mean there's a there's a <laughs> lot if you watch these layups there is a a lot happening. It looks mm. like I, I don't know what it looks like, but it's it's confusing sometimes. No, it's definitely a lot. I'll give you another one real quickly. He's made the dance UFO emojis a thing. Okay. That's his trademark. That's what he likes to do, and he puts that out there. The disco guy, the UFOs, the hearts. I think it's the double heart he likes to go with. That's his thing, and now people are putting that out there anytime that there's a nice LaMelo play. And so I'm like, hey, that's cool. You made some emojis I don't think are used a ton, maybe besides the double heart. Now he's making it a part of everybody's text and everyday life. Well, so what you love specifically is his brand awareness. That's right. Because you know his brand is not from here, that he is Mm -hmm. an alien. And I think that ties into his confidence that I'm so confident in my ability as a basketball player that I'm not even human. Like Mm -hmm. I'm, I'm above human. I am superhuman. I am alien. I am not from here. Um, and, and you love his brand awareness to tie all of that in. Even the emojis feed back into the mm-hmm. brand. That, that's correct. And I appreciate you making sense of what I liked so much about that and you speaking for me because you said that better than I did. You're totally right about that. Did you want to lead us off with something else and then maybe we could get to a couple of other ones in the second segment? What's another one you have? 
Well, it is his otherworldly anticipation of other mm-hmm. teams passing the basketball. Some, Yes, sometimes it leads to him gambling on plays and it leaves the entire defense scrambling. I understand that. Um, but at the same time, I mean, his ability to understand what another player is thinking, almost it seems like a fraction of a second before they even think it. And, and he's in the passing lane, and it turns in uh, to a transition basket for the Hornets. Uh, it, is, it is unlike anything I've seen, certainly in a Hornets uniform. Yeah, I mean, Lomelo, anticipatory defense, the offense, the guy knows where the basketball is going to be so many different times. I do want to talk a little more about what he does on the court. Besides the tweets, besides just his natural build, want to talk a little more about what he does on the court coming up in the next segment. Do want to bring to you the attention on True Bill. It's the new app that helps you identify and stop paying for subscriptions you don't need, want, or just simply forgot about. On average, people save up to $720 a year with True Bill because companies make subscriptions hard to cancel. True Bill makes it incredibly simple. Just link your accounts and True Bill will cancel your unwanted subscriptions in just one tap and your true bill concierge is there when you need them to cancel unwanted subscriptions so you don't have to true bill also has over 2 million users and they've helped save them over a hundred million dollars that's insane don't fall for subscription scams anymore start canceling today at truebill.com slash locked on nba go right now truebill.com slash locked on nba it could save you thousands a year truebill.com dot com slash locked on NBA. Let's get to some more LaMelo stuff coming up next on the Locked On Hornets podcast. This is Locked On Hornets. All right, so so we've got Al or we've got the question how? Like how did Miles do that? Can you help us end this debate with so much an unbelievable amount on the line? Uh Doug, I respect you to the nth degree, um, but Walker, I'm telling you, it just it came Every single person who saw that reacted that way. Some of us just are tight That's right. tighter than others. And I just had to release this from my body. It's time for more of the Locked on Hornets podcast. We've got Hive Life coming up in just a moment. We've got some more of our favorite LaMelo things coming up now. Also a preview of this game against Atlanta. The only game that they have this weekend. Four days rest. Hopefully they get their bodies right and they're able to win off of that cool, kind of man. rest. against. I'm jealous. Hey, respect. I, haven't, I haven't had a you know, <laughs> newborn. No rest. Just zero. If I get anything, by the way, I just want to let the listeners know, if I get a stat wrong, if I get a date wrong, if I get a moment wrong, baby. Is she sleeping? Is she keeping you up at night big time? Or is that what's big going on? Time. Oh, no. Yeah. I'm a sleepy. You know, look, same same responsibilities, essentially. You know, I've got a puppy. You've got a newborn baby. I mean, yeah, it's, it's basically the, ex- the same, you know. It's the exact like, same. I yeah. understand why when I made those comparisons pre-child uh, that my friends who had children wanted to strangle me. It's <laughs> completely different. <laughs> Do you, you want to leave the podcast for different reasons now than just the Hornets losing. You just can't stand to talk to me anymore after that comment. Fair enough. Fair enough. Um, let's get to some of our other favorite LaMelo stuff here. You know, one of the, the, the things that are actually on the basketball court here too Doug I was talking about this on Sports Center CLT you look at the sample size of LaMelo now you know the three-point shot hitting a clutch bucket against Milwaukee going for a career high eight three-pointers it's not going away and I, me and Nada talked about this 
okay, he he shot well his first year, which was great. I mean, that's a great sign. Even the LaMelo truthers, as I've said a million times, didn't see that percentage staying what it was. And we were a little wary because you can see these guys have a dip in three-point percentage as their years go on. Sometimes body transformation, right? Like sometimes you had too much muscle, you mm-hmm. don't account for it. And, and that's something to take note of if he does start to look bigger and those arms aren't just lanky. They actually got some muscle kind of like Giannis. Either way, is it okay to say that he's just kind of a bona fide shooter now? Like, are, are we entering that realm where you can just go ahead and believe in the shot as it stands currently? Yeah, this is just what he's going to bring to the table every single year. Bonafide, certified. I put the certificate in the mail yesterday. Okay. He is a certified shooter. And after that shot that he hit against Milwaukee, a little walkie talk here, uh, he <laughs> is almost a certified gamer. I'm pretty close. I know okay. I, I'm, I'm a little stingy with it. I, I need to see a, a few more clutch shots go down, but... Uh, yeah, he's working on certified gamer. Yeah, I think the shot's real. I think it's crazy that he, it seems like he shoots better the deeper he shoots. <laughs> like, mm-hmm. it, like if his foot is anywhere near the line, I'm I'm a little worried about it. But if he's two feet behind the line, I'm like, yeah, go for it. And the the other thing is that imagine what that shot does for the offense when they have like a legitimate center, an, you know, somebody who can convert offensively at the center position, pick and roll threat. I mean, it's it's going to be nuts. I mean, he's creating space down there. Um, you know, the Hornets can't finish at the rim right now, but when they can, it's going to be amazing because there's going to well, be all kinds of space. Right. So, so when you're a little dicey coming into the league regarding what might be the most valuable skill in the NBA, and, and different people can make up different stuff for it, right? If you're Giannis, you know, we, we know that there are outliers that make you special. It doesn't mean you can't succeed, but we know that the NBA has transitioned into an era that puts such an emphasis on shooting and when your point guard can't shoot very well that hurts you like you can get away with it with a a slasher a small forward that's able to get to the basket whenever they want and finish at such a high level you know that that's different but when your point guard can't hit threes it hurts you a little bit yeah but Lamelo can and he might be the best passer in the NBA certainly in tier one he's also getting others involved and the fact that he's shooting 39.1% from three, he shot 35.2 last year. That's after the wrist fracture. Before that, he was shooting like 38, the 10 games after that. And you could see him grabbing constantly, you know, even in those last 10 games that he played, man, 24 games this year, 51 last year. I mean, I'm yeah. I'm kind of with you, Doug. I, I didn't expect it. I, I was hoping for a career that he could get to 35 or 36 and stay there. Right now, to be frank, you know, you look at the last two seasons, it's 36.8. But the fact that he's here, I, I think I think this is more true. I think it's more real than it's not. Well, his three-point percentage has gone up, I think, like four and a half percentage points, and his two-point percentage has gone down. But he's also shooting less free throws, but he's making them at a higher clip. So yeah. there are all these things that are sort of counterbalancing <laughs> forces. But if so if you look at it as strange, his effective field goal percentage from year one to year two is unchanged, but his shot outlay essentially is is sort of um fluctuated from the previous season. And honestly, I think all of that stuff is going to eventually even out. Um but the one big I think variable that we haven't talked about yet is his body and ability to transform what we talked about it a lot in the previous episode about Giannis you know does Mm -hmm. he have the best big man body in the league that body transformed pretty significantly we you know I think he's a twig reasoning yeah yeah, the reason he fell in the draft was because he he looked lanky and you were like I don't know if this guy can take a hit in the NBA 
Um, LaMelo, does he get stronger? Does he get bigger and remain faster and just as crafty? Um, that could be a game changer. And I think he has the frame, and, and that's where you get a little scared because the shooting is real right now. It does mess with people. You know, if, if you put on too much weight, if you, you, know, you, you have to figure out what the right ratio is of working on your shot. If, how, you know, hopefully that is able to coexist with one another. If you're a human being. Yeah, the Lamelo ball is not from here. <laughs> That's right. I, I did want to mention. Yeah, before we get to high play, <laughs> the dancing. I like that dance. That's a good one. They should. Yeah. The <laughs> are those antennas? I was, I was just for the listeners. I was just dancing as an alien. If you want to see that, make sure to check out our YouTube. Go channel. to YouTube and you can check out Doug's yeah. dances as an alien. Before we get to high life, uh, I do want to discuss something else because here we are. You know he's he's a good three point shooter. He's been a good three point shooter the last two years. But Doug, when we talk about entering a different realm, him being a true superstar, him being a All NBA player year in and year out, at least being considered every time, because we agree he's not there now. I mean he's an All Star. You know we we can talk about him playing like an All Star, even with popularity helping him so much. I think he's deserving with his play too. But if you want to get to that level where you're maybe flirting with MVP contention, something like that, then you're going to have to shoot better inside the perimeter, maybe clean it up on defense as well. And that will allow you to get those types of accolades. And maybe that comes with the body transformation also. But this leads me to a question that was on the afternoon rush on 730 The Game. Plug right there. Shameless plug. Shameless. ESPN Charlotte. You know, Bobby asked the question, are we going to get to a point where LaMelo is the best athlete in Charlotte's history. And the fact that we're asking that now, and there's not a ton of competition either. You know, Kemba, we, we know what it was with Kemba. We talked about him a lot, and we love Kemba here in Charlotte. We know what it was, three All-Stars, never really better than that. Alonzo wasn't here long enough. Larry wasn't here long enough. And then you go to the Carolina Panthers, which reigns supreme. Football is just by far the most popular sport. You know, Cam Newton right now is the most influential athlete in Charlotte history. You you play the most important position in sports. You win an MVP at it, you an MVP. and you bring your team to a Super Bowl, and you go fifteen and one. You haven't passed Cam, but it, if you're a basketball player that's able to compete with all of that, then it's the entertainment Lamelo brings. Mm -hmm. It's winning an MVP. It's getting Charlotte to a conference finals at least, and then who knows from there? You know, what we'll see, but man, I, yeah. I, the, the fact that that question is being asked and maybe being anticipated to some degree, uh, that's just another thing I love LaMelo, that we have that kind of hope, and it's not absolutely ridiculous. No, it's not crazy to think that LaMelo could take the Hornets to a conference finals, uh, or, I mean... Yeah, I, yeah. I mean, maybe even a finals. I mean, look, I mean, I, you know, Cam lifted the Panthers into the Super Bowl with an MVP type of performance. If LaMelo seems to be on a trajectory that would lead him to a most valuable player award at some point, and, and we've seen Giannis take a small market and drag them to the finals, uh, you know, a lot has to go right. A lot, you know, you have to avoid a lot of things going wrong, but it's not out of the realm of possibility. You're totally right. I would say to me, when I think of like greatest athletes, I think of players that do stuff that you shouldn't be able to do or stuff that mm -hmm. just doesn't make sense. And for me, that's Cam at the quarterback position, yeah. the way he ran the ball and, 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 you know, his physicality and his ability there. And to me, it would be Larry Johnson. You know, I just, the way he did things from that position, you just shouldn't be able to do them. 
and then I would, you know, I would go to uh, Lamelo. Um, you know, I think Alonzo Mourning excelled at all of the things that a center should excel at, and and a little bit more. So maybe you throw Zoe in there too. But um, I mean, those are those are the players I think well, of immediately. And and you can't have the sour grapes that you have with Zoe. You know, when we I, I look at the you got to throw top, Jamal Mashburn in there too. Why not? Have to. <laughs> you know, I look at the top thirty list. But besides my biggest regret not putting Jamal Mashburn number one in Hornets history, what one of my biggest regrets with that list? Probably a lot. If I look back at it, everybody's mad at me, of course. But putting Zoe ahead of LJ, like kind of with my criteria, I shouldn't have done that. Like he he was the better player. I mean, but but Zoe yeah. not having been here, sour grapes, and LJ being really good too. Like it, it's no knock on what Larry Johnson was able to do. I think you're right with putting LJ up there as well. Um, but the thing is, real quickly, like it's not even just local radio talking about that. They got that question because I believe Dan Patrick mentioned it, talking about how fun that Bucks Hornets game was. You know, watching Giannis and Lamelo go at it. It's Dan saying, you know, Lamelo. He's going to contend for an MVP award at some point in his career. No, no, look, this is real. It's yeah. not about the ball name because this is not happening around Lonzo. No. This is this is real. It's not just it's not just Charlotte. It's Giannis jersey swapping. It's uh, LeBron making comments. It's the entire NBA taking notice. All right, let's talk about Built Bar, the MVP of the energy bars. This holiday season, grab the protein bar that tastes like a candy bar or even better than a candy bar. Built Bar filled with so much holiday goodness, it's rich with decadent flavor, covered in chocolate, but amazingly low in calories, sugar, net carbs, and fat, but it's also high in protein. You get the best of both worlds. It's delicious and it's healthy. There's so many flavors, too. You'll have a hard time choosing. Will you have raspberry or mint brownie, cherry or double chocolate? cookies and cream or peanut butter brownie i mean i'm ready to eat one right now because it's the season of peace and love don't bring up your favorite built bar flavor at family parties people are so passionate about their favorite flavor they'll fight you and they'll fight for it and things could get out of hand so <laughs> make sure you bring all the different flavors so you have one to pass out for everybody's favorite like some of the marshmallowy treats around the holidays if you like those you need to get your hands on built bar puffs too they're light fluffy and marshmallowy through and through different flavors all covered in chocolate as well they taste so good you won't believe that they're filled with protein go to built.com use promo code locked 15 and get 15 percent off of your order let's live the hive life coming up next on locked on hornets this is locked on hornets Segway. Yeah. It's called a radio segway. Well, and and I saw I'm feeling Josh. better, by the way. If you didn't notice, I didn't want. You know, I'm, I'm a little bit of a private person, so I don't talk about my health issues often on the show. Um, but what I, now I'm healthy, and I think people are going to notice a change in me today. So I just wanted to kind of go, go ahead and get that out of the way. Um, that Doug is unleashed on this show today. So watch out. It's time for more of the Locked On Hornets podcast. What was happening that day? <laughs> that was, I don't know. Robitussin. You were living that high life. I don't think you were living the hive life. You were you were high on life at that point with God knows what was in your system. Let's take a look at this Hawks game before we do live the hive life, Doug. It's the only game of the weekend. They get a lot of rest, as we've talked about. Both teams come in two games above 500. The Hornets are 13 and 11, having lost three straight. The Hawks are 12 and 10 at the moment. They're coming off of a win against the Indiana Pacers. 
Pacers. In fact, they've won four of their last five. The only loss they have is to the New York Knicks. What kind of things are you looking for in this contest? Well, they won four of their last five, and then they won four before that. So they've oh, won eight, they've yes, won eight correct. of their last nine. Mm-hmm. Uh, they were that, that Charlotte win that they had back on November twentieth was their fourth in the row, fourth in a row. They would win seven in a row before lo- losing a defensive battle against the Knicks. I mean, it's all about Trey Young right now. So the the Trey Young has scored thirty or more points in the past five games. The last time he didn't score thirty was that win in Charlotte. Um, I think it's. It's about it's always going to be about containing Trey, but I think the bigger story is what do you do about Capella, who is just dominating the mm-hmm. boards right now, and and you saw it in that first matchup. The Hawks knew, just like I think every NBA team knows, that you can easily attack this team inside, and they went to the they went to Capella pick and roll over and over again, and the Hornets were not ready. I think they'll be a little bit more ready this time. I think Capella scored 20 points in that game. It was a balanced scoring attack for Atlanta. you got to chip away at some of those opportunities for Capella, and you have to try to keep the guards in front so that it doesn't kick out to Herder, who can hurt you. Um, yeah, th- those are I think the big keys to this game. Well, and again, you know, the Trey Young. I feel like the Hornets have kind of defended him pretty well. You look at him; he didn't even have twenty points in this last one. I think he came up with clutch buckets in that last game they played, but mm-hmm. scored only nineteen. Only hit a couple of three pointers out of the seven that he took. You mentioned the big man. My thing is, you know, Clint Capella plays twenty four minutes and goes ten of eleven from the field to score twenty points. You go back to the first game, Sabonis, who's a different type of beast, but has like 20 points in the first half. We go to the Wizards game where Daniel Gafford is perfect from the field and then eventually like misses one. Just, I mean, can we force a big guy to miss three shots at least? Can you not go 100% from the field? Can we not make you uh, allow you to go 90? Is that too much to ask? That's a stat to watch for. The Hornets (laughs) win this basketball game. If they can force Clint Capella to miss three shots, all they need are three missed shots. If you see the third missed shot, the Hornets are guaranteed to beat the Atlanta Hawks. You heard it here first on Locked on Hornets. A couple of other factors. Uh, They may get Mason Plumlee back. I I don't know if we've heard a declaration on that yet. They may get Cody Martin back. I don't know if we've heard a declaration on that yet. But this Hornets team... This this Hornets team has been hurt, and they really can't miss anybody. I mean, you need this whole team healthy in in order to to kind of give their best effort, to, especially defensively. Um, so so I'll be looking at that. And then it was there was one other thing that I had on this game. Um, well, while you can look while you're looking for it, I can say that Miles Bridges also scored 35 in their last yeah, outing. Career, I believe that's career, career high. Yeah, yeah, thir- uh, 35 points, 10 rebounds, two, and only one turnover. Really good game for him. Still missing the three point shot, missed a couple free throws. So you hope again that that's a trend that you want to stop. But Miles still scoring 35 in that one. Wonder if he can have another big game. I can't. Re- I can't remember the last thing. It's okay. baby. Blame it on baby. Yeah, that's what I'll do. All right. Uh, well, hope uh, you can remember some of the things that you have for the hive life. What's got you living that right now? Well, let's discuss it here on the Lockdown Hornets podcast. Boop. What a beat uh, for the hive life. All right, Doug, lead us off. What's got you living that hive life? Oh, man. How many times it's, can I say it? Yeah, I mean, it's. I think it's Miles Bridges getting his dunk groove back. I mean, I, I should. I probably should lead with Lamelo, but we've been talking about. We've been praising Lamelo the whole show, so I'm going to switch yeah, really gears <laughs> and go to uh, go to a man, Miles, who just dunked all over Giannis Antetokounmpo. 
three times. I called Miles Bridges sweet potato casserole mm. because Giannis Antetokounmpo kept going back for leftovers, baby. Um, it's a great comparison. I'm going to go with the jersey swap, and we talked about that a little yesterday. One thing we failed to mention, though, Giannis talked after the game and said that the NBA took the jersey away from him. He said that he had the jersey, and then what? somebody came up to him and decided that it was the NBA's to keep. And I don't know what that means. If that means like it's a special moment and they want it for something they're going to do. I don't know if it's like the first career night for LaMelo. I don't, I don't even know if, how that's possible, but I don't know why they took it. But Giannis said that the NBA took the jersey away, and he said he wanted another one because LaMelo played so well. Could be a supply chain issue. Uh, you know, we only make so many of these. We can't get any more. <laughs> The boats, the boats can't come in to bring these in. They told, mm-hmm. they told <laughs> we're not having I, any of that. I, I love that the I love that the NBA came in and told uh, Giannis, "Hey, if you want a jersey, hit the hit the fan shop." <laughs> yeah, that's right. Yeah, pay for it with your own money. You make enough of it. You just got that big time extension. We're not going to give you fan one for shop, free. Giannis. Absolutely. All right. What's this? Hornets.com slash shop. <laughs> what's 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 something else you got, Doug? Oh, man, LaMelo Ball knocking the three-point shot out of bounds. I mean, my goodness, I was waiting for it. I've been waiting for it all season. I Mm -hmm. wanted to see LaMelo with the ball in his hands clutch. I was a little disappointed by his clutch performance in that loss to Houston in overtime, but he got his second opportunity after the Gordon Hayward missed long, too. It's like, hey, let's let's give it to the franchise. Let's give it to the franchise, see what he can do, and he did it. Give me high block, baby. There you go. How about Kelly Oubre's last five games? His shot making. And we discussed it when Kelly is helping the team. Stangin! He's making shots. Scored at least 18 in every single one of his last five outings. He scored 20 in four of the last five outings. Hitting a better percentage from three. Actually just shooting really well from the field overall. And has helped this team off of the bench. And so, Oubre, how about that? Giving me some hive life this week. How about that? Hit the sirens, baby. Tsunami. Storm warning. Evacuate the beaches when Ubre checks in the game. Are you on Robitussin again? I just took some. <laughs> okay, great. That's it's excellent. A ba- it's the baby. Uh, I'll give you another one. All right, so this one includes Eric Collins. Speaking of, you know, the baby, I don't want to wake the baby with this next call with Eric Collins. But this happened in the game against Milwaukee, where Miles Bridges first dunks on Giannis and he kind of like it's like one and a half times that he dunks on Giannis in this game but certainly there was one that was just vicious it was one of the more physical dunks we've seen from him not as high flying but Eric Collins gives us one of the more unusual calls that we've heard and this coming from a guy that gives us a frequent amount of unusual calls here you go Doug let's let's hear what Eric had to say about Miles Bridges and his first dunk on one Giannis Atenacumpo Oh, we'll see if I can. We'll see if I can get it working here. Here we go. <laughs> Let's we go. hear it now. Welcome by the knowledgeable fans here in Milwaukee. Oh! Miles Bridges just put the freak in the basket. <laughs> Welcome by the knowledgeable. Put the freak. I'll get rid of this. Uh, get rid of this NBA uh, footage before we get uh, before we yeah. get fined by the get NBA. Get rid of that. But, Don't do that. Yeah. There's nothing um, to see here, Adam. Nothing to see here. Yeah. But you I mean, heard you heard you heard the call there. Freak in the basket. I don't know. We got to get EC back on the show and find out where where that originated from. That sounds like the song title to a porn song in the late 90s. <laughs> That's Freak in the basket. With the freak in the basket, baby. I, it's just that was that was hilarious. I didn't expect him to say that when Miles 
else dunked on him. But again, it's just this big ball of energy that is released when Eric gets excited. All right, you got something else for us, Doug? I, us I, I, I feel like we should end on our friends who are shouting us out, the that's fans, right. the listeners. Let's end there because that's I think that's the biggest thing giving me Hive Life now is knowing that you all are listening, you're sharing your Spotify wrapped uh, you know, most listened podcast with us on Twitter at Locked On Hornets. If you have Spotify, I'm an Apple Music person, so you're all making me jealous with your with your Spotify rap playlist. Right. But yeah, shout out to Isaac, shout out to Amanda, shout out to uh, there was one more Buzz Buzz City Buzz Life, City I Blast, th- yeah, Buzz City think, Blast. Thank you. He I um, think he listened 180 times, ooh. beating the 169. And then Isaac was. It, it's funny those guys are in competition. They're saying they're cheering each other on. Well, I'm sure there's somebody listening right now that has Spotify that's listened mm-hmm. to 200 plus episodes. If you have, share it with us on Twitter at Locked On Hornets. We want to see it. We appreciate it. I mean, you guys. Uh, this the the listeners that have been with us since the beginning, the listeners that are just joining us now, you have made this transition to YouTube possible, and and you're taking us to new heights. Oh God, I'm such a sap with this kind of stuff, man. It means the world to me. I appreciate it. I'm such a sap when Nada's leaving, Doug coming back on. I'm so sensitive. Doug. Speaking of, I hear we might get a little Nada appearance. I'm trying. We'll see. Right, Hopefully, we'll see. Nada's able to join us and join us. Uh, join us maybe next week, maybe early next week. It's no promise, but that's what I'm trying to figure out, trying to get uh, to happen with us here on the Lockdown Hornets podcast. And we do appreciate all of the mentions on the Spotify Wrapped post. We're getting multiple. We're getting a lot. We really appreciate that. So thanks again for making Lockdown Hornets your first listen every day. Have a great weekend. We'll be back with you on Monday. Maybe we'll have a guest that you're familiar with. Who knows? Now make your second listen Locked On Bets, your daily one-stop shop for all your gambling needs. Locked On Bets, hosted by your boy Q, with expert analysis and insight from Lee Sterling. It's free and it's available on all platforms. Thanks again for hopping on with us. Have a great rest of your day, and we'll be back with you on Monday. Put that freak in the basket this weekend. (laughs) Yeah.